Hey there, and welcome to the Jimmy's Table podcast at jimmystable.com. I'm your host, Jimmy Humphrey. I'm curiously evangelical, politically homeless, and a dreamer of small things. On this podcast, I'm having conversations about the intersection of faith, life, and culture. So if you have honest questions, aren't afraid to have difficult conversations, and want to have a little fun along the way, then pull up a chair. This podcast is for you. Before we get into today's podcast real quick, I want to apologize. I just moved and my old laptop also broke in the process and recording this week's podcast, I didn't set up everything correctly like I was supposed to and I didn't realize until after the fact that my microphone wasn't working on my soundboard and that I was actually recording this podcast uh, from my laptop's default microphone. So the audio quality this week is not up to where it is. I apologize. I hope next week to have that fixed. I just realized after the fact how to fix it. And instead of re-recording the entire podcast episode, I'm just going to let the chips fall where they may. So again, please forgive me for the audio quality. Not quite being up to snuff this week. It's usually much, much better. Um, but without any further ado, here's this week's podcast. Thank you ahead of time for understanding. Hey, everybody. Today's episode 155 of the Jimmy's Table dot um, podcast. I'm going to talk about living in a tent and searching for a home. I need to apologize again for my absence. It's been three weeks since my last podcast, and this is supposed to be a weekly podcast, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know, it's kind of unexpected. Uh, some A couple things happened to me since uh, my last podcast. I came back from a cruise. Uh, I was recovering from COVID, and I got a notification from my landlord that he has decided not to renew my lease. Um, and that kind of put me in a tizzy where all of a sudden I needed to go find a new place to live because my lease was getting ready to expire, and I'm not quite in the place where I'm looking to buy a home just yet. And I decided uh, for a number of reasons not to pull that trigger, so I decided to go out, quickly look for a new place, find a new place, secure the lease, and start moving. So I've been very, very busy. And then on top of it, yesterday, before the time of the recording of this podcast, I turned 40 years old. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my sister wished me a happy 30th birthday for the 10th time. And I've been contemplating all that because, <laughs> uh, you know, it's 40. That's, that's, that's a big number. Um, 40 is one of those numbers that, uh, you know, you don't, you don't ever take a step back from. It just keeps going up, even though everything else keeps going downhill. <laughs> uh, so 40 years old, happy birthday to me. I would sing that. I would sing myself a happy birthday song, but, you know, I'd prefer you to do that, just as other people sing me a happy birthday song. So if you see me and you know this podcast and you listen to this podcast, don't be afraid, even after the fact, to sing me a happy belated birthday song. I got I got some songs from some cousins. Uh, my sister and her family called up to sing happy birthday. Uh, my older brother uh, saying happy birthday to me. My parents saying happy birthday to me. Everybody but my younger brother saying happy birthday to me. So Adam, I don't know what you're holding out on, but come on, man. I want you to sing me a 
happy birthday. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. So I just say all this to kind of set the mood for today's podcast. One, to explain my absence, uh, but two, to kind of give some thought about what I have to say about today. Because, you know, all this journey that I've been on in the past uh, year, you know, with my divorce and moving and moving again and then turning 40, it's me to thinking a lot about life. Um, it's got me a lot. Uh, to thinking about some passages of scripture and how that compares to my life. And that's always kind of a heavy thing uh, to think about. So uh, without much further ado, let's let's get into today's podcast. So living in a tent and searching for a home. Once upon a time, I thought I had my life largely figured out. I knew, of course, that life has always been full of uncertainty and that bad things happen all the time. But I never thought they'd really happen outside the foundations that I had kind of established for myself in my life. College education? Check. Good career? Check. Loving wife? Check. Half million dollar home in the suburbs? Double check. <laughs> Everything, you know, up to, in my life to about a year ago just seemed like it was kind of on autopilot at this point. I just... I imagined I was living in a very permanent place. I thought my life and my future were mostly certain. I thought I had nailed down everything securely in my life. I had I had obtained the upper middle class white boy utopia dream that all middle class white boy utopian people dream about. Um, and while I knew that I wouldn't ever get everything that I wanted out of life, I thought, man, I'm doing pretty good for myself. I'm set up to live a pretty good life, a life more than I ever dreamed for myself. Was everything perfect? No, not even close to it. But life was good. But then one day, it got upended. Had a couple dogs die in a very short period of time. My wife left me. I had to sell my dream home. And a year into my journey, just this couple weeks ago, after I thought I had a wonderful time on a cruise and, you know, that I was getting ready to just gently enter the next phase of my life and that it was going to be good. And that I was getting ready to start a new new journey and, and, and I was ready to take the leap. I thought I had it all figured out again. And then all of a sudden, I'm having to find myself moved yet again. Sometimes I kind of feel like my life is this broken country record album that just kind of keeps skipping <laughs> this is the fourth time I've had to move in the past 10 years. This will be the fifth place that I've lived in the past 10 years. Originally, I planned on renting a townhouse for over a year and then maybe extending it a little bit further as I would, you know, being the mortgage guy that I am for a living, uh, to kind of, you know, cautiously and optimistically, carefully plot the next home I'm going to buy and to try to, you know, get ahead of the interest rates a little bit, but to, you know, try to make a strategic decision about the next home I was going to buy and, and the timing of all that and with interest rates and, and things with my divorce and, you know, my lease renewal and all that sort of fun stuff. I was, I was thinking, hey, I'm just, I'm just a couple of months away from where I want to be next. I wanted to find out 
haven't hit the reset button yet again. And I'm again having to pivot. Those plans that I was making for myself got shortchanged as my landlord decided he wanted to make my rental a, a second home for himself and won't renew my lease as a result. Um, so I decided I had to move quickly and that wouldn't afford me enough time to buy a home like I wanted to in this market. Um, so here I am yet again, living the life of a transient, having to find another place to rent. And, you know, I have and I've moved. And being a newly minted 40-year-old, you know, it got me to thinking. I imagined my life was going to be very different at this point in my life. I really did. I really thought I was going to, I really thought I had everything nailed down, a sense of permanence. I was living in my forever home. And yet, in the last couple of years, my life is no longer the same. Here I am floating adrift. Still not quite sure where I'm going to end up. And this process has got me to thinking, though. This process has made me realize how much I yearn for something more secure and permanent. And how I've always kind of yearned for that security and that sense of permanence. And I think at the end of the day, that's something something that I think, if I, if I can say the quiet part out loud, most of us ultimately really long for in our hearts. Here, yet here I am, 40 years old, longing for a more sure foundation, still yet yearning for something permanent and a place that I can permanently lay my head and call home. And this has got me to thinking about a certain passage in Hebrews 11, the famous Hall of Fame of Faith passage in the Bible. And it recalls a story I've been thinking about lately with the life of Abraham. And I just want to go ahead and take a second real quick and read part of that passage from Hebrews 11. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8, it reads, By faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed by going out to a place which he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith, he lived as an alien in the land of promise, as in a foreign land dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, fellow heirs of the same promise. For he was looking for the city which has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. And by faith, even Sarah herself received the ability to conceive, even beyond the proper time of life, since she was considered him faithful who had promised. Therefore, there was born even of one man, and him as good of dead, at that, as many descendants as the stars of heaven in number, and as innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. All these died in faith without having received the promises, but having seen them and having welcomed them from a distance, and having confessed that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. For those who say such things make it clear that they are seeking a country of their own, and indeed had they been thinking of the country from which they went out, they would have had the opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly one, Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, and he has prepared a city for them. You know, and I got that thinking of about how Abraham, and recalling that story and thinking about this passage in Hebrews 11, how if you're not familiar with this story, Abraham was a, a man that lived in ancient Mesopotamia, or Chaldees at 75 years old, married, wealthy, didn't have any kids, but he was a family man. Remained close to his extended family. 
And during that time, God spoke to Abraham, forsake all of that, and to take him on a journey in which God would show Abraham a new land that he and his family and his descendants would one day inherit forever and ever. And as part of that journey of faith that Abraham took, in which he left all his, his possessions and his home behind, he left his extended family behind, he took up his wife and, and his, his nephew and some others, and he went on a journey to, to go find that place that God was promising him. And God showed Abraham that land. He allowed him to walk it. He allowed him to see all of it in full. But in spite of him abandoning all that Abraham knew and calling Abraham on this journey of faith, God never allowed Abraham to settle in that land. And Abraham would spend the next hundred years of his life living in a tent, always on the go, bouncing from here and there and everywhere. And he never found a place to truly call his own. He never owned of that promised land that God promised to give Abraham. Abraham would never own more than a couple square feet of land that God had promised to him. And that square footage of land that he owned was nothing more than a place to bury his wife. Abraham eventually would die, and he died without receiving that which God had promised and that which he ultimately yearned for. And that same thing happened to his children and his children's children, and for centuries would pass before Abraham's descendants would ultimately settle in the land that God had promised them. And yet, for all their settling of the land, it would still be yet just a couple centuries before they would eventually lose all that land all over again due to war and exile. And while many Jews and descendants of Abraham have since found their way back to the land that was promised Abraham, to this day there still remains this sense in which those who live there now may not do so permanently. So where am I going with all this? Well, you and I might not be Jews promised a strip of land in the Middle East to inherit forever and ever. But at the end of the day, I think we can relate to this story of Abraham. I think there's still this longing that all of us have for that which Abraham longed for. It's something I certainly long for. And it's, I think, something that we all chase after. Yet for all of our longing, all of our chasing, all of our plotting and our yearning, nothing we ever obtain in this life is as permanent as it might seem. In any sense which we have of being settled, it's constantly under threat and is frequently upended. Don't get me wrong. While I believe this yearning that we all have is a good thing, and I believe there is a very sense, real sense in which you and I can experience a, a very real sense of being settled in a, a place and laying down roots and raising a family and and having a place to live for a long time, a good thing, a thing that I believe in and a thing I want. I think we've all put far too much stock in chasing after in this life what will forever remain ultimately an illusion that we never fully can grasp and hold on to. We want a sense of permanence, and we lie to ourselves about this 
idea of a sense of permanence in this life. But in truth, nothing in this life is sure. Nothing in this life is permanent. As the Bible says, everything that can be shaken will be shaken. So that which is ultimately eternal can remain. I think, like me, when we find ourselves ultimately yearning for a more sure footing and secure plot in this life, a sense of permanence, I think we need to back up and reflect. I think we all need to ultimately realize that this yearning that we all have is ultimately from God. That God-sized question mark that C.S. Lewis talks about. But the notion that we will ever obtain this permanent sense of feeling and belonging and that being settled down in life, it's all ultimately just a dream. A dream that will only be satisfied and realized in the establishment of the kingdom of God, a new heavens and a new earth, and the resurrection of the dead. Abraham and his descendants will indeed one day inherit that land which God promised to him on a permanent basis. But as Hebrews remind us, Abraham died in faith. These people, his family died in faith, yearning for and longing for that which God had promised. They welcomed it from afar. They went to their beds, their deathbeds, realizing that they would never grasp it that God had promised them it yet anyway, and that it would ultimately only be realized in the resurrection of the dead. They realized they were instead individuals to live their days in a tent. Could you imagine that today? Somebody living in a tent or somebody living permanently in an RV or a hotel? Because that's what Abraham was essentially doing. So don't get me wrong, especially as a, as a guy who works in the mortgage industry and loves homes and, and hopes everybody can buy a home one day and, and have the sense of, uh, you know, a place to raise their family and, and, and kids and all that sort of stuff, and a, a place that they can call their own. There's this very real sense in which I think you and I always need to realize that wherever we are is ultimately not our home. And that instead of trying to realize that dream that God has placed in us, this yearning for a sense of permanence, a sense of a place in which we have a foundation and whose country and architect and the home that we live in is builder, is ultimately that of God. Instead of trying to satisfy that dream with the things that are temporary in this world and the things that give the illusion of permanence, I think we all need to realize that even what we feel like we have a sure thing of in this life is but grains of sand falling through our hands. Yeah, it might be there for a little while. It might be there for a little while. But at the end of the day, ultimately we're all on a journey. This home is not our permanent place of residence. And that we are ultimately just strangers passing through. And so we should live our lives even when we feel like we have that sense of permanence. We should never allow ourselves 
in this yearning that God has placed in us for a more permanent foundation. To ever be satisfied with the things that are in this life. Because once we think we have those things, once we think we are somewhere that's permanent and that can't be taken away from us, that may be the very moment that God actually does take it away from us. I know I certainly have seen that in my life. And I know many others who have seen the same. So I don't say all this to frighten you, to, to make you insecure about where you are in your lot in life. But I want you to realize ultimately where your trust ultimately should be in. And your trust should not be in the brick and mortar house that you live in. Your trust should not be in the wedding band you have around your ring. Your trust should not be in your children becoming the perfect outstanding citizens that you hope them to be one day and then being around forever and ever. But your trust ultimately has to be in the Lord and looking to him for a sure country that will endure for all time. That's not to be found in your home. That's not to be found in your family. That's not to be found in the United States of America. God bless it. Happy Fourth of July, America. <laughs> That's ultimately to be found only in the kingdom of God and only in our longing for new heavens and a new earth and a place that God will ultimately build for all of us one day. But until then, we need to live our lives as strangers passing through, individuals who are on a journey, realizing that we'll never fully grasp that which we long for, and that whatever we experience in the here and now is but a temporary stop along the way. Along the way for that which God ultimately wants to give us. And we must ultimately never allow our hunger to be satisfied with that which is temporary to only be satisfied for that which is eternal. So everybody, this has been Jimmy Humphrey, episode 155, Living in a Tent and Searching for a Home. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you have, email me, jimmy at jimmystable.com, or if you want to go to jimmystable.com slash subscribe, you can find your favorite way to subscribe so that hopefully next week I can continue to publish my weekly podcast and you can get the latest updates that way. You can subscribe through Google, Spotify, uh, Amazon, all the places. Um, and if you haven't had the opportunity to do so yet, leave your glowing five-star etched in stone permanent review of how awesome the show is. You can do that at places like Apple and Spotify, if you haven't had a chance to leave your glowing five-star permanent etched in stone, would never be deleted uh, review on the internet. Um, and uh, hope at the end of the day, you've enjoyed this podcast because this podcast is a place where I'm having conversations about the intersection of faith, life, and culture. And I hope it speaks ultimately something into your life. So, to, so everybody, again, this has been Jimmy Humphrey, jimmystable.com where I'm having conversations about the intersection of faith, life, and culture. Take care, everybody. God bless. Have a good one. That's all I have to say about that. That's the right on, man. You said it all.